You're now tuned in to the Own Your Power radio show with holistic business coach and author Simone Kelly Brown. We'll help you transform your passion into the lifestyle you deserve. Identify your purpose and uncover your greatness. Live your life with vision and prosperity. Receive guidance from our experts who will help you improve your life personally and professionally. Tune into the shows that cover personal growth, health and wellness, and business development to emerge into a new you now. Anything you want, it's attainable. It's time to own your power. What's up, power players? You're in the right place if you're ready to own your power. I'm Coach Simone Kelly, holistic business coach and life coach with Own Your Power Communications. Our radio show and coaching programs are designed to help you live the life that you deserve. It's our first show for the new year. Make some noise, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Our team. What a way to start the year, huh? Mm -hmm, Tell anybody. (laughs) Lots of stuff going on behind the scenes, but we're going to keep that to ourselves. So um, we're we're here in sunny South Florida in the Own Your Power Studios, powered by my big brothers, Media 55. That includes Stan Harris and Trent Partridge. And as always, I'm sitting next to my handsome Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx, Herman Dubois. What's good, people? Ooh, ooh. So what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> um, a lot. You know, we're, we have a lot of things happening for um, 2015. I'm really excited for all the shows that we have planned. Um, we have some new, not, not just individual shows for mm-hmm. our our show, but we have a lot of other hosts that are coming on board. So I'm really excited about that. And one just launched last week, which is called Bad Girls on the Radio. Talking about that. You know, word <laughs> on the street is... Uh, <laughs> Kind of a little steamy up in the in the studio yeah. for that show. Yeah, for some reason, um, you know, instead of empowerment, people love hearing about sex. <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, that's it's, usually the top the top uh, subject that people want to hear about. Um, but it's a grown folk show. It's actually rated R. We, mm. we, yeah, it's censored. So it's a little censored. It's, a little, no, uh, no censored. Oh, yeah. I, it 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 took me. It's hard for me. To, yeah, it's it's it was my first uh, attempt to mm. live live a little. So. Mm. <laughs> And You're learning, bringing notes, it's funny. taking, taking it notes. Was, oh, it's, it's stuff I know already. Are you taking stuff notes? I know already. <laughs> All of it? <laughs> All of much. it? Really? Actually, no, I learned a new word. Always room for I learned a new word, but it, I can't talk about it on our show. It's, it's really bad. But, so, um, beyond vocabulary acquisition, how are we talking about like functions and demonstration? You told me. I mean, I'm yeah, getting, I'm oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about, yeah, you know? they, were, they, they have. I mean, we, we had the, the sex show, um, Sex on South Beach show, right. but. Their approach. Yeah, but approach. this is more like you and your girlfriends and your, your homeboy in the living room talking. Smack, you know. <laughs> Got it. Got but like, actually, she compares her show. Um, BG is bad girl. That's her name, mm-hmm. name for the show. Um, she compares herself to like a Howard Stern, like the girl version of Howard Stern. Okay. So, um, you know, they, they just won't have naked people in here. You know, yeah, like, none, none of that stuff. I do, I do want you to listen to the show because mm-hmm. I think it's pretty funny because her co-host is she calls him sexy too, and he's a bald-headed guy. <laughs> so, but here's the, the funny thing is. That the stuff they made him do on the show, I was like, and, and her mind has a lot of nerve to say I sexually harass him and the rest of the guys. So, because <laughs> they, the nerve? this poor guy. Yeah, proof. No, this, <laughs> proof. Uh-huh. I never really b- brought out baby oil. Come on. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. But no, they actually made him try on stuff and. But you know, it was it was interesting. Maybe I need to uh, come be a guest on the show. Yeah, you, you, I, I, hope you, a, I hope a, you can handle it because those girls a, are wild. Uh, mm, yeah, they're mm, they're wild. That's subjective, but let's yeah. let's keep moving. <laughs> let's keep moving. <laughs> well, you're actually going to be a part of something um, mm-hmm. at the end of the month. We're, we're actually partnering up with um, Coach Steph Stanford, and um, she's doing a, a show called not a show uh, a panel mm-hmm. called Get Your Relationship Right. And I'm so excited to see you on there, mm-hmm. and um, you get to show, show your expertise that you're always talking about. Uh, I, I don't know about expertise. <laughs> I'm enlighten a few minds, and you know, just take it from there. It was, <laughs> it'll be an interactive um, discussion, so there'll be a lot of women and men. And you're on the all male panel, and that's good, actually, I, I don't think I could be on the all female panel. <laughs> well, you know, they could they could have been different kind of panels, but uh-huh. all, the all men panel um, has men that are you know married, divorced, single, you know, with a girlfriend, whatever. So we get all so I, perspectives. I check all boxes. Pretty much. Okay. I don't know. You, right. you, <laughs> I'm just slash. Just which box you want to put him in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm yeah, looking forward to it. And actually, 
Zay Live, who's a guest on the show today, is, is going to be there. And so is um, Triple XL. So mm-hmm. we have th- oh, three men of Own Your Power are going to be on that panel. Said so about that. It's like alum. What? Alum host of Own Your Power yeah. on a panel. Those all my look, all my my backup men. Pimping for real. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That replace you when you're gone. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. But anyway, I think it's gonna be interesting. That could be a title of a new show. Meet what? the other lover. <laughs> other lovers. <laughs> oh, oh, well, Plural. Get it kidding. right. Get it right. Get it's it a right. joke, guys. Uh-huh, it's a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Um. No. No. It's a joke. <laughs> You're gonna get me in trouble. You're gonna get me in trouble in real life. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> people do listen to this show, you know. <laughs> so anyway, in addition to that, we have um, a panel that is actually was inspired by a show that we did a year ago mm-hmm. called "Condoms Don't Cover Every- Everything," which mm-hmm. was really a really fun topic. Um, well, it's really wasn't that fun. <laughs> really, I, I was I was home <laughs> under the covers for a good month after that. <laughs> Would have been a saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> but the topic was called Condoms Don't Cover Everything and it was related to obviously um, AIDS and not just AIDS but everything like all the mm-hmm. different things that you can catch you know and just being aware of um, you know H- uh, not just HIV but just STDs all the STDs, yeah. STDs mm-hmm. yeah in general mm-hmm. but we partnered with AIDS Healthcare Feder- Foundation and they're going to be um, a part of that panel so I'm really excited to have them back and you know work with them again if you want to go to this um, event not if you need to go if mm-hmm. you're in South Florida mm-hmm. just go to stephstanford.com to register and again it's January 31st and it's from 12 to 5 p.m. so just make sure you just register as soon as possible and get to see all of the Onya Power men on stage mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, so nonetheless, um, you know, they should actually, we should, we, should, we should do a little incentive. Like for every listener that attends, there's something. Or, they, or every listener that comes, brings a guest, there's some kind of bonus giveaway or something like that. Your number? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That'll bring the ladies no, coming? No. no My no, milkshake brings no, all the boys ne- to y'all. Negative. You see, you just took it in a completely different direction. So hey, with that. Hey, hey, you know, we messed up right. With that being Happy said, New Year. It's a yeah, new year. Uh, things, some things just don't change. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so well, if you're new to the to the network, obviously you're probably like, like, what's going on over here? Welcome. We we have a lot of fun. This is what we do. Um, we have thousands of listeners worldwide, and we want to thank you for supporting the Own Your Power movement. So if you you want to find out more about what we do, please go to the website ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. We have coaching services, we have memberships, we barter, we have events, we have loads of different things to help you personally and professionally so definitely check us out so talk about who do we have in the living room tonight and what is the focal topic of discussion tonight tonight is kind of um inspired by you by the way no yeah we had a show uh a few months back called Mm -hmm. parenting parenting power Mm -hmm. it's kind of a tongue twister Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um you were like you know we need to do a spinoff of this you know talking about alternative families and how people you know step step parents and you know just how there's so many different kinds of families now um, and so I want this, the name of this show is called Modern Families, How to Make It Work. Mm-hmm. So in this, this show, we're going to talk about, um, you know, just how there's so many different kinds of families right now. Even like me, I have extended family, like mm-hmm. people that are not blood, but I call them family, but mm-hmm. they're really not family, you know, but we still call it that. But then there's people that, you know, you have the step parents, you have the, um, you know, the, what, do you, what is it, the even adopted the, ones. Even just the larger community. I mean, with, with, there's so much talk around it takes a village to raise a child in right. essence it is in what the modern day family has needs to be because right. if you think about it what it was historically everybody took ownership of children and so with uh, i think people have lost that and and the fact that we refer to it as a modern day family in essence it's really just a revision of what historically has always been the case in our communities right so yeah, I'm excited to get into that and kind of go over a lot of um, the stereotypes and also like dealing with the problems. How do we deal with the obstacles that come across having a lot of these blended families? Um, and me personally, I've been dealing, not me, my life, but my clients, I've been, and friends, I have so many people that I know that have siblings that they haven't spoken to in like five, six years. They don't, they don't know their own um, nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. are angry at their mother, and they don't talk to their mother, and their mother's like literally in their deathbed, and they won't go see her. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of issues that I think if people don't handle it, it turns into other things, physical ailments for one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just important to really, you know, you only have one family. Regardless what they did to you, you got to learn how to forgive people. And we'll, we'll get into that as the show progresses, but um, that's what really made me want to do this show. So the guests that we have tonight, we have Zay Live, who's 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 um in the building. He's actually one of our um, co-hosts on the show. I mean, not co-hosts, but he has his own mm-hmm. his own show that's starting soon. And we have back a regular minister, Darrell oh, yeah. Knight, is in oh, the house. Yeah. 
she's um, now has launched her own business called Creative Creative Communications and Consulting. So yeah, she's she's back in the house, and I'm excited to um, have her share her her expertise on parenting. She's always given us great advice on that. So. Well, you know it is that time, folks, to take a break. So before we go, just get your pens and your smartphones and your iPads out. And for those of you who are old school, paper and pen will do. We'll be back with the Own Your Power Lifestyle Radio Show after this little music break because it's that time to pay some bills. I breathe you in when you lay in my arms. You're my heart and my lungs. You're the end and the start. I feel what you feel. Cry when you cry, I am bound to you. You're the light in my life. We are one. We are one. We are one. Hi, this is Skip Martin from the Dawes Band. Own your power radio. Don't play no games. Now.
Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter, and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Welcome back to the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show. I'm Coach Simone Kelly in the living room with Herman Dubois. And uh, tonight's topic is Modern Families, How to Make It Work. And we got to give a special, special, special shout out to not just uh, Chris, who is always uh, running, this, running the scenes, behind the scenes, but also his son, Jaden, is in the house. Yeah. Big up, big up. Five years old, running the boards. Okay, this is how mm-hmm. we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start them early. So, um... You. We want to welcome back to the show, uh, Minister Darrell Knight. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good to be here. And Zay Live, yeah. welcome. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> he always starts. Oh, yes, yes, we yes, forgot to clap. <laughs> good job. You should have looked at the, the look he gave us. You better clap for me. Um, all right. So would you guys want anything from Jackson's Kitchen? Uh, oh, Jackson Upgrade got a kitchen now? You've been out of kitchen. Where you been? Uh, he just runs across you to the bodega, <laughs> but okay. I don't know. Not I, all at Well, let me call him first. He's yeah, like, just give him a holler, please. Jackson! Can we just send him a text? Okay. Why he's does here. he dress like that? <laughs> Leave him alone. I mean, his clothes are so tight. Like, <laughs> look, he's got clothes on today. He likes to show his oh, muscles. Really? Yeah, really? I missed that shit. Yeah. part of the wardrobe. Tell, I tell me about him, it. I tell him to wear that. Wow. Right? Of course she does. <laughs> Simone, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I think I'll have a virgin pina colada again. <laughs> Same <laughs> New old Year's thing. over. Same Back old to being a virgin God. again. Almost. Starting fresh. <laughs> <laughs> something about that that just doesn't make sense you can't start fresh as a virgin you just can't but okay turn back the hand of time don't, don't you wish long term <laughs> what do you damn drink okay. where were we virgin right uh yeah <laughs> when you get a sex on the beach <laughs> Virgin. <laughs> I'll stick with the holy one. Oh, <laughs> and Jackson, he already knows what I do. You bring that crazy. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Jackson. All right. He'll be back shortly. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You guys are funny. All right. So what? let's talk about just how would you define how families are in today's world? They're not like they used to be. Yeah, clearly. I mean, there's so many uh, different types of families nowadays. You know, like, I mean, when you think about the formats, you have same-sex parents, you have, you know, uh, mixed families, you know, like we used to have with the Brady Bunch, you know. It's just, it's yeah, the, the complexity. Yeah, was, was a good start. They, they, I mean, they to, think of, right, to think about that, yeah, right? Yeah, that was pretty... Uh... But I think, I think there's a distinction between when, when we refer to sort of family structure yeah. and family values. And I think that oftentimes Ooh, they're, they're thrown around interchangeably. When I think that um, there should be a distinction because you can have various family structures that have very strong family values. You can have a traditional family structure that has no family values. You can have a non-traditional family structure that has loaded with values. And Mm so I just believe that regardless of what the family structure is, what has, I think, changed mostly in our society is the loss of family values, whatever that may be 
physically represented. I think we can probably all agree on that. Yeah. But I think it's mostly because of, you know, we have family values that were really associated with the older design, right? So now that we have these new complexities involved, it's really hard to potentially overcome some of the barriers of those, you know, new dynamics. You know, like you have, you know, single parents, you know, you have, you know, divorced families getting together, forming new families. There's a lot of complexities that are involved that maybe, you know, it's hard to... uh, it's hard to execute those family values without the, you know, without understanding how to deal with the complexities of the new relationships. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, and point very well taken and very well understood, however, there are, to me, core family values that, to me, that should never be compromised. And, when I, and so maybe I shouldn't just say to me, but just in general, certain things like the, the laws of the land, you know, respecting authority, right. respecting your elders, respecting your, the administrators in school as far as our children, even mm-hmm. us as adults, respecting um, our supervisors, you know, there's respecting just certain each things. Other. But, but, but respecting <laughs> each other, right. Peers, so there's right, certain yeah. core yeah. Um, values, and but they do start at home. So they do start with family. Um, because I should not expect um, for my son to learn something from someone else that I should have taught him right. or I should teach him at home. And so although we have these different complexities in society now, however, going back to your point, to your point, there there's certain, you know, family values, core values like respect, courtesies, um, you know, forgiveness. I know we're going to talk about that later, mm-hmm. but just certain things that still should be the root or the root mm-hmm. of of our Existence, if but you but, will. To, but to that point, I think that some certain family values are naturally taught um, by individuals in your family that sort of innately create that structure. So when you talk about, for example, uh, respect of elders, yes, I really fundamentally believe that the only way that value is taught is when you have elders in the household to with help children, teach you. yeah. If you don't yes. have elders in the household to teach right. children or be an example of what that means, it's almost impossible for that child to learn that. Then they go to school and don't have that sense of this is an adult, this is someone right. of authority right. in all reality because they didn't have that in, in the structure of the home. Even if you had a complex structure with different individuals, right. I've witnessed just recently a woman telling me she was late 20s, relatively mature and <laughs> articulate. And was describing a situation. Everybody was joking about how her seven-year-old daughter talks like a sailor. Ooh, whoa! And it was a joke because they talk about it like they, they talk. It, it, her mom was like, you know, go clean your room, and and the daughter's response would be something like, "Why don't you go clean your room?" Well, and then it went from there to like really profanity. inappropriate and, pro- and profanity, and it was a direct I, I wasn't surprised because I saw the mother talks right and I'm like well, what do you yeah. expect the child yeah. to be different be, when that's all she the sees? example that has, has been, been set, set and the example that is being modeled definitely children but, are like I think we can all agree are like tape recorders or VCRs right oh yeah they're gonna, they're gonna record it and then they play it back and but, then they play it back but even something you said you said that is something that we should all agree but you I, w- I would challenge that there's a lot of adults who do not understand that children are these recorders, that That's children right. are yes. picking up and observing and listening, even even when you're in your car and you're in the back seat and you think that you know they're not paying attention and you're having an adult yes. conversation with somebody else in the car. They're listening to everything. Yes, exactly. And, and, and to kind of reiterate just the family values, it's something that both parents or all adults have to express. Right. So if, yeah. if you see, I've seen families that I've, you know, consulted with and you'll see sons who've seen their father disrespect their mother. So when the father's gone, the the sons continue to disrespect the mother. And then you have and the, and the other way around. So when you hear that profanity, if, if the parents don't respect each other True. in those complex situations right. now, in the previous paradigm, when you had the same home, it was a certain level of respect. But when there's animosity potentially between a you know mother and a father, then and there's a lack of respect, and the kids are going to follow suit, you know, and they're going to follow that same mantra. Mm-hmm. So well, one thing I do, I do want to add about the respect, and I don't know if this is like a Indian thing or what, but like I know. As a kid, no matter if you were related to me or not, if you were older than my, if you were like a, an adult, yes. I had to call you, address you, auntie or uncle or whatever. Put a title, yeah, or a something or miss, put a handle, put a handle on the name. You don't exactly. call them by the first name, so right. even I find myself correcting, and, and mm-hmm. I, I might be wrong because some people don't like when you do that to the kids, but 
if they call me Simone, I'm like, that's Auntie Simone. Yes. Or, you know, don't well, put a handle on your name. Put a right. title. <laughs> that's right. Like, that's we're respect. Not, we're right. not the yeah, same age. We're not peers. Age. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So little things like that, that it, nowadays it's, it's very common to call True. adults the first name. But wouldn't Zay Live touch on the point about um, how parents interact with each other? And it's so important. I, I think we touched on this the last show we did about that level of maturity. I, I think maybe, but nevertheless. But when you reach a level of maturity, which has not, absolutely nothing to do with age, um, whether the parents are married, um, whether they're divorced, whether they ne- were never married, that respect issue is so important because they two people have to get to a level of maturity that they realize that how we're raising our son or daughter has absolutely nothing to do with what we may be going through, whether or not we agree to everything, you know, whether or not we're on the same page about everything, but what the maturity level or the mature adult says, we are all still on the same page when it comes to respect because we want to raise this child and we want this child or children to see us respecting each other so that they'll know the right, you know, the right way to, you know, what to do the right. So do you think that's a hard goal to achieve when as we kind of link this to you know this particular show when we're looking intentionally at what we call the modern family or the non-traditional family where you've got let's look at all the various influences you've got family setups where uh, whether it's same-sex marriages whether children are being raised by extended relatives aunts uncles grandparents whether um, children are being raised by foster care homes you have technology, you have, there are so many other influences that come into Dynamics. play here. So yes. when you just talk about something as simple as respect, that we have to be on the same page, and let's add culture. Can, let's, add, can we add, add one culture more? Let's divorce, add gender. Divorce, divorce parents, family. culture, gender. You mentioned something <laughs> that was very unique to being, let's religion. say, from, the, from the religion to the West Indies, but let's mm-hmm. say now you meet somebody, a, a spouse, mm-hmm. who is not from the way, who doesn't have that value, so doesn't disrespect yours, but just does, is not aware because right. that's not how they were raised, right. and they don't feel particularly <laughs> the same way that a child has to refer to an adult as auntie or miss or miss because that's not the way they were raised. It doesn't mean that they're being disrespectful. It just right. means that. So now you have different child rearing viewpoints right. at this level that you're trying to be on the same page about. And so I'm just throwing it out there the because a big thing because even like I have so many clients that are from down south and like. Texas and they'll yes ma'am yes ma'am and I'm like stop calling me ma'am like <laughs> well then I think, I think Jermaine to that point then not only would you have to include the maturity but then also uh, you have to include the communication mm-hmm. because whether they're familiar with the way you were brought up or your background or not then there goes the communicate. You know that's where the family talks, the powwow mm. sessions, and the my dad calls. Yeah, it's talk. time for a sit down. Like, exactly. Oh, family you know, communicate. Yeah. Family meeting. I'm, I'm. You know, that's very. It's very important. And we don't really. When I say we, our society don't yeah. really do that anymore. We have the Facebook, the text, the tweet, the everything yeah, else. Yeah. Right. You know. And so I'm not speaking personally about anyone. I mean, our society. Mm-hmm. We're not really doing that in our families. You know, as much as what maybe we were. Can I ask you guys? Because I'm the only one here with no kids but do you um, (laughs) i have a cat um but do you do any of you guys have family meetings because i know um all of you have blended families i think it's absolutely critical you know um especially as a father right that you 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 design and put together your family vision and mission you know and, and and values and you make sure that it's something that you guys all believe in. You know what I'm saying? You got to put that out there to say, yes. here's what we believe. We think this is important. We think that, yada, yada. So, you know, I think you should spell it out. And, and to that point, I think it goes, I mean, it starts there. But I, I think that it sets up the stage to really in, uh, prepare your children for the world. Because in reality, when you have challenges in life or conflicts at the workplace or situations in your community, whatever the case may be, if you've not created opportunities for your child to realize the, impo- the, the the ability to sit down and talk about stuff and address issues of disagreement and, and come to a new point, a new agreement, see different points of view, agree to disagree, and then they be- they don't do that as a child growing, and then they become an adult and they're put in that situation and they're you wonder why they can't handle because they've never been given the opportunity to practice that. And they've never seen it. So the key is for the parents to also have that skill set if they don't and to practice it in front of the children so they can see how to effectively manage conflict. Because if it doesn't happen in the home, by the time the child does grow up... (laughs) They're not going to do it. And I can speak about this personally. 
you definitely see it in the relationships. Abs- oh, mm. absolutely. You absolutely. definitely see it in their relationships, whether they're dating, <laughs> engaged, married, divorced, mm. but you definitely see it I, in I'm, relationships. That's one of my little, like, you know, sort of uh, points of observation when courting a woman is to see how she handles conflict. And I'm not talking about with me. No, really? Conflict in her in job, in yes. her family, in her life, because more than likely the way she goes about handling that conflict is going to pretty much be a good reflection <laughs> of how, because we're going to have conflict. That's, Definitely. That comes in there with Such is life. Yes. You know, and I just like wait for the opportunity <laughs> to see how she goes about yeah. that. And that's Drama queen. My boss make me sick. I just <laughs> shot him. <laughs> she burn, <laughs> she burn your clothes no, right. after one argument. That's the out your car. <laughs> but even something simple like, you know, a, a, a conflict with a Worker over something that's so minuscule. I and your car. <laughs> really? I see. <laughs> Point taken. Let's reschedule this week's meeting. Yeah, exactly. But, but back to our show here. Um, <laughs> the fact that we talk about what is a modern family, I just think it's really what the bottom line is. It's irrelevant what the technical terms, whether they were using. It's about what exposure do our children have to adults and that maturity you talk about that can be examples. Yes of what they should aspire to be like when, as they grow in their life. And that's what's lacking. But I don't even want to just come from the perspective of children or parenting, but also just as um, a person in a family, like as far as like how do you, what are the top issues that you deal with? You know, even as, you know, you, you guys are, are fathers and dealing with maybe the, the woman that you divorced and now you're dating a new woman. Right. Let's give that as an example. I'm not uh, just situations on. But this is this is a, he's dating. Yeah. A new, yeah. Tell us about the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. Tell us about this. <laughs> okay. Hypothetically speaking, you're dating a new woman, and and Darrell, you're dating. Yeah, a, you're, a new you're, you're dating a new woman too. <laughs> you're dating a new woman too. It's a complex family. Uh, modern, modern day. Modern family. <laughs> Okay. Um, how do you deal so, with a new woman yeah, in your but, life? <laughs> but how how do you you know as far as like introduce the the, the woman to the child? Or right. When you, is the do, right time the right to do time, that? Is there a right the time? Age, yeah. Yeah. And even also like letting the the, mm-hmm. the ex spouse knowing about that's like this, a whole that, that's nother a big, show. That's, but that's but really it's, like it's a, a whole, part of the, it's, the it's a whole nother it's a whole nother show. But it is very important. The communication is very important. Right. And so it definitely is a whole nother show. I'm saying it's all Pandora's box is about to get launched. But 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 but. But for one, okay, can I? I'll just use myself as Please. an example. So, post divorce, post divorce, and my son was very young. I made it a point, and although he's a teenager now, really entering into young adulthood, thank you, God. <laughs> um, but I made it a point to not introduce him to men right. that um, I was seeing or dating, if you will, mm-hmm. because if nothing serious developed out of it, um, then it was no one, he, w- he wouldn't miss anyone. You know, I was very careful not to take him or not to allow other people, other men rather, to be around him. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it was just someone, you know, that I was, we were going to Starbucks, you know, for a cup of coffee Absolutely. or tea. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. even if it was someplace... I just made And it, it doesn't point. change because they're young. Because I have a 20-year-old daughter, and I'm absolutely... Because exactly. right now, and she'll read them. I'm, and I'm, I am, and I'm still the same way. I'm still the same way, even though, again, he's entering. He's 17, entering, you know, the adulthood. <laughs> Boom! That was a good one. No, it wasn't. Keep going. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, it, it, it is very important um, that we are careful when you talk about introducing our children, mm-hmm. you know, to, to um, new people in our lives. Is that person, you know, is that person going to be around, you know? Right. And so I, I believe I've Next always week. felt. <laughs> exactly. God. Exactly. I've Scratch always God. felt like, you know, he would only meet the person <laughs> that I believe that God had for me as far as the yeah. next marriage. And it right? has to be one of the, you know, understanding the influence that the adults in your children's life have on your kids. Yes. You want to definitely take the time to really fully evaluate whoever you're going to really place in front of them. Definitely. Because at the end of the day, they will have an impact, you know, and, and the way that they interact with you will also have an impact yes. on on how they carry and conduct themselves and even in their future relationships. So yeah. I think a lot of times we miss out on how powerful of an opportunity it is to demonstrate to children how a, 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 a people should interact with each other, meaning like a mother and a father or those other situations like you know but they we should demonstrate that so they can have something to pass on to their children or they know how to execute it in their lives to say hey this is how a man treats a woman and a, model, a woman should model, treat a man right so. and again to 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 the point of the title of the show for at least for me I felt I've 
always try to, and this is not necessarily from a perspective of, of romance, but just to introduce my daughter to a variety of professional women, different cultures, yeah. different experiences, yes. ones who've had challenges and come from tremendous need to those who were born with a silver spoon in their mouth, just so she could see that, have a, a point of reference. Yes. Mm -hmm. In the hope that as she was searching and finding her identity, there were some good examples and there were some, we already know, not so great examples that are out there. And yeah. so. Simone also asked, <laughs> well, you also, it was like a part B to that question. Okay, yeah. um, and the part B was about um, letting our exes, like our ex-husbands, wives know. Mm -hmm. And that is very important. It goes back to that communication. Um, because the ex should know who the who's going to be around the child. Right. And hopefully people can get to that level again of maturity and communication. Hopefully. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, it happens. I mean, it happened, you know, with, with me because the other person, you, the other person has to be able to get along. Right. Know, with children. Do they like kids? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, not even just, I mean, I hate to go to yeah, the dark side. Yeah, all the way to the dark side, but right. Are yeah, they safe I'm, around thank kids? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. But I mean, but, I trust but, you around but, kids. but, but even, but even do are, they but, like, do they really yeah. like embracing children? You know, again, for my son, he was younger, much younger uh, when I divorced. Okay. And so we, there was friction there because the other person on <clears throat> that side did not mm -hmm. fully embrace my right. son because at that age my like son required probably. a lot of attention mm -hmm. okay. at that age sir, and it, it had nothing to do with you just the fact right. that do they want to put that kind of investment right. into right. the right. child exactly right. and exactly. it's a big deal because you know very big deal in the relation in, in those type of relationships also you have now it's a three-way deal it's not just you and this person connecting but there's a bond forming between the child yes so this you know when that if, if hopefully not but if it is severed that's a huge tear mm -hmm. for the child now and the and the parents and so, children know <laughs> when they're when you're warm and when you're embracing oh, oh they, they know they're, they're very know. into it you know, and when you don't want to be bothered exactly it's right. amazing how we talk about society and the influences of technology and all these things that are supposed to help us like sort of advance and yet I think about situations that now as an adult I completely understand um, my mom um, her parents um, remarried they divorced and remarried and had children and growing up I, I couldn't understand how I had uncles and aunts who were from different sets of parents right. because in our in the in, in Puerto Rico it was just we'd get together for the holidays and everybody got to, and then it wasn't like an older where they explained to me okay this is who right. it <laughs> but to this day you know my grandparents who remarried and had children were still all like we all are involved and engaged and I think that would be so much harder to do today because there's so much sort of um so many other dynamics dynamics that, that that interfere with that and yet those traditional values were about these are the adults these are the children right. everybody all hands on deck right yeah. Yeah. times are changing well um one of the things I did want to bring up um because I, I've been seeing this a lot with my some friends and also some clients where a lot of people are holding grudges um long time you know long term grudges against even their mother, their father. Uh, some people don't even know their own. Their, their, um, they know their siblings, but they don't know their nieces or nephews. So my question is to, to all of you guys, um, as far as... Um, sorry. <laughs> my question to all of you guys is, have you dealt with um, grudges or are you, do you have any family feuds going on or, or is there a way to... What's, what's your suggestion of how you can cure the family, family feud? Wreck them. What? <laughs> Slap the tires? What? I, I have. I have. Don't ask uh, the scorp the crazy scorpio. Not, 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 pro not proud of it, but I have a a family matter, a uh, family grudge with someone here in Florida. Oh no. Who? Oh. Has you know, and it's crazy because this is some of the cultural stuff. But everybody, I'm talking about his dad, his mom's, his big brother, his sister have all given me the green light to wreck him because he has disrespected the family. He has completely disrespected the family like i mean you know we don't believe in disowning people right, like right. legally you don't disown right. but he's not been to any family functions he has not been to um embraced by the because of what his action what and his did. behavior has he's, he's a you know he's not fulfilled he's been banned the expectations <laughs> of what it is to be a man in our family right. and because of that Wow. So you need to execute discipline, is what you're saying. So, 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 so the, so the, the, men, the, men, in, the men in my family mm -hmm. are like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I thought he was going to say execute. Well, him. you know, it's interesting. <laughs> but, you you know, doing that and doing it not from a place of anger is what's key. So I think a lot of times 
in order for us to really work with somebody, we got to purge the pain that we already possess, mm-hmm. exactly. right? So processing that pain and making sure that you're not moving from a space where you have negative energy yeah, yeah. or where you're retaliating or where you're being reactionary. It's one thing to react to your circumstance. It's another thing to be led, you know, by, yeah. you know, by something positive, you know what I'm saying? By, you know, Compassion. by the spirit, hopefully, right? And by love. And once you, once you can remove that, the negativity from, you know, from, from your core, then I think you're able to move in a more... Uh, constructive way, constructive, and people will be more receptive. Yeah. And people, will be uh, well, more not receptive. necessarily. You you can't guarantee people are going to how they're they, going to react, but at least you know how you're going to do. But yeah. not only okay, so they may not be receptive on the onset, right. but at least when you remove the negativity, there is a better chance. Yeah, I mean, as it, opposed to yeah. two of these negative kind of hard forces, to be receptive. Two negative right, right. forces. It's hard know. to be receptive when you're getting your head pounded against the wall. Oh. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, I have a couple. I have a couple of tips from guess who, Doctor Phil. Um, <laughs> Really? <laughs> on fixing family feuds. Yeah, really. That's yeah. actually pretty good. Um, one was choosing right. to forgive and ho- holding on to a grudge will that, only that, eat you up inside. That was the point. That was yeah. Point. yeah. Um, and then what's another one that's good? There's a lot of them, but let me give you one. Um, another one was ask, ask yourself if the family member died suddenly, what would be left unsaid? In a perfect world, if you could write the script of your life, what would your relationship with that person look like? Mm. Start creating that relationship now. And that's that's, that's the one that when it hits home, when somebody <laughs> dies or something happens and you feel guilt after. Um, some people go, oh, I don't care if they die. You know, you're probably thinking that if you're, if you're holding a big grudge. But you really got to put things in perspective, you know, because... Well, and going back, to, but going back to the basics in which we started, that, that, that level of respect... Um, because there are some people I know in my own personal life that I can't really speak to it right now because I'm actually in the process of pinning a book mm-hmm. on it and it deals with this family a value of unforgiveness. Um, sometimes people their hearts are callous. Um, yeah. They're just their hearts have been hardened, mm-hmm. and so they they have not reached. Although they are, have reached a certain age, they have mm-hmm. not reached that level of maturity right. that they can release um, a Lego what could not be changed. Because there are some things, no matter how scandalous they were or, or are to our families, it happened. We can't we can't change it. Right, and so it happened, and so we have to let it go. But holding that grudge, that bitterness, that unforgiveness, so they've reached a level as far as age, but they have not reached a level of maturity to let it go. Right. And so they do exactly what Jermaine said. His relative in my family, they don't attend family functions. You know, they don't come around, and it's painful. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to let it go because I can't change the individual. Well, and I mean, it's it's a good idea to let it go for both the people who are impacted by that individual and for the individual. The weight that that person has by holding on to that yes. anger and that bitterness yes. and, and not even forgiving themselves or, or acknowledging they're wrong. When you can't say, hey, I made a mistake and this is the humility which is required in order for you <clears> to really <throat> have love in the family to say, you know what, I made a mistake. I'm sorry I offended you. I love yeah. you. That if you're able to do that, you release yourself from so many conditions, you know, that you we try to control in, in, our, in, our, in our lives. And it has manifested in their health. And that's mm-hmm. what oh, happens yeah. a lot. Do we don't too. have a medical expert on the show, but mm-hmm. a medical expert will definitely co-sign this. Oh, yeah. It manifests Ulcers, itself, yeah. you know, it manifests stuff, yeah. itself um, in our health. Yeah, it um, does. And yeah, it's, it's a major, major mm-hmm. issue. But. So do you think that there are, as we keep talking about the, the modern family and the non-traditional setting and family structure, that there are some stereotypes that are pretty common about, you know, um, the challenges that come with being in a non-traditional family setting that are more stereotypes or myths, or do you think it's just case by case? So, for example, same-sex marriages, is there, there are stereotypes about could they really, couldn't someone really be maternal if you have two men, two gay men who are now raising adopting a child and raising a child, especially now in the state of Florida, just approved where men, gay men can um, legally be married in Florida now. And so literally this past week, I think it was passed. Yeah, wow. Uh, oh, really? Well, just in yesterday. different counties. Different counties, different counties, right. So, you know, let's say, I mean, with all the children that are lacking parents, lacking adults, lacking individuals that can, you know, sort of be good child, are there stereotypes that are there or or, or, or not? There are stereotypes, and then I think, you know, playing devil's advocate. It's a whole other show, and, right? <laughs> and that is a whole other show. I believe, you know, there are stereotypes, but then I believe there's also the case-by-case mm-hmm. base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of, even just talking about families that were, are separated or, I mean, divorced. There's a lot of people that are getting along really good. They, they come to each other's Christmas, birthday. And they actually they, get along they, better. They meet the girl, girlfriend. life. Yeah, and it's amazing. And, it's, and sometimes you're happy. You're so happy that your spouse is, mm. your ex-spouse is doing good and leaving you the hell alone. I'm kidding. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes it works out great, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think you know it, it, it is a case by case. So it's not always the case that just because the abortion occurs that there's tension and there's feuding no. and they can they can actually be hope for a better day. Oh, definitely. I mean, but the stereotypes are there. That was the question that you asked. There's definitely the stereotype. Oh, they're going to be just like, or this is how it's going to turn out. Or the kids are going to be all messed or the, up. Yeah. Or what so, about things? Forget and about that's confused. opinionated. And that's opinion. Or, or, you know? or a big topic uh, where you see a lot is with interracial um, families and interracial, how that affects the child's identity right. and, you know, are they this or are they that? And when do they, when do you teach them about their history and, right. you know, do you wait for an encounter to happen where they're like, okay, so now it's time to talk to you about how <laughs> right. the world's going to deal yeah. with you. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a, those, those are good points. Yeah, unfortunately, that's gonna be a part three show. <laughs> we need somebody that that might can be our rep- first trilogy. Represent, yeah, maybe. Oh wow! Um, but I did want to just ask one last question because I don't know, um, you know, if any, if any of you grew up in a time where it felt like, you know, how they say it takes a village, where your whole neighborhood kind of yes. chipped in to raise you. Definitely. Um, I don't see that happening as much now. There's still some little pockets here and there of communities that get together. I, I've seen it a lot with a lot of my friends that do homeschooling, where they they switch up. You know, one one house does math, another house does this. You know, and they babysit and take care of yeah, each other. Yeah, that's not kids. a takes a village. But that's that's not, because they're formally in a they, contract yeah. where they're sharing the teaching and education yeah. And responsibilities. Yeah, but it's still the like old a school community takes a, a village was where you, you messed up and <laughs> you got home and the do and the, and the adult on the block of the respected and he had the ability to handle you and then tell your daddy about it when he got or home. there were other people <laughs> around you um to take the place I, okay taking the place isn't the right term but mm-hmm. to at least be there to assist you right. with maybe some decisions or child rearing or some maybe discipline or things that needed to be done or that talk to i gotta sit my child down and talk to him or her about this and that and if i couldn't do it or you couldn't do it we could reach over you know or call a relative or mm-hmm, close friend, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it. I strongly believe in that because it has taken a village to help me raise um, my son as well as his biological father. I it think to build on what you said earlier too, um, you know, in this technological time, oh, yeah. there's a less there's less social interact because of social media, uh, media. Yeah. and you know all these these <clears throat> so you know the, the social technology that we're leveraging now, Facebook, Twitter. There's not a lot of intimacy or or face to face communication. So there's not a lot of community, if you will. I mean, if it takes a village, it's going to be your Facebook group, yes. as oh, so opposed yeah. to yeah. just people <laughs> yes. are not people connected. that you know personally. Right. Exactly. People are no longer connected geographically yes. by where they are. It's more. It's a different kind of paradigm now. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to leverage that. That you know that that raising you know of I mean a child. The, the literal translation of village meant there was a physical space where right. people spend their entire lives growing. So you knew just by being in the neighborhood yeah. who was who. Now well, we're, school, we're in a much church, more of a transient community. Yes. Too people, many two years later, your whole, right. the whole new demographic group was in the right. neighborhood. Yeah. You're right. like, who's this? Yeah. yeah, it's a different paradigm. The so, bodega yeah. becomes Seven Eleven, and everything just changes. <laughs> yeah. Starbucks, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I do want to wrap up because we have we're running out of time. But um, I want to just get some last words from you. Is there any other final tips you want to give to families of how they can deal with, especially conflict, I would say, um, or how you guys are dealing with your own stuff? Everybody has their own stuff. We're talking about as it focuses to parenting and child Par- rearing. Well, and- not just parenting. Again, I'm, 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 when I say families, it's not just from the children, but also the adults. Because I told you, those are usually ones holding the grudges, and as, as, mm-hmm. <laughs> for an example. Um, or those are the, the parents that have to deal with um, you know, the bringing the new boyfriend or girlfriend around to the ex-husband or ex-wife, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so is there any last words you guys want to share? If I had to sum up, um, I would stick with communication. And I'm really big on that. I mean, not only am I degreed in it, but I'm just really, and maybe that's why I love it so much. Right. I'm just really big on communication. I'm really big on keeping my fingers on the pulse of my son and our family. And sometimes people would think, you know, she's nosy. She always has to know. Yes, I yeah. do. I need to know. <laughs> Communicate. I right. need you to know this about me and I need to know that about you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. I would just say love all you can while you can. You know, time is precious. Free yourself from any pains of your past so that you can move forward. You don't want to be paralyzed in your present. And just, you know, believe once again that it's possible. If you have hope for for a love or for a relationship to be established in your families, believe in that and move in that direction. Um, I would close out with I'm a firm believer in tough love. (laughs) <laughs> you know, don't be your child's friend, be their parent. Right. And I had to high five a, a, a woman the other day who I had to stop because I saw a kid throw a fit and I said, oh, no, no, I'll have to see how she's going <laughs> to. And she was on the phone. She was like, I'm, I'm going to have to call you back. Tore that little kid. I was like, you go ahead, mom, <laughs> you do that. 
because at the end of the day, love comes in a lot of forms. And as as, as uh, was mentioned earlier, that tough love is is I think lacking. You know, too many times people just you know with DCF and everything else, and people are concerned about regulate right. r- regulate that right. little. Mm. <laughs> Mm, well, well, on that <laughs> on that note, I'd like to add uh, to learn how to forgive. And I know it's not easy for a lot of people, even if you have to, like, change the way you deal with that person, whether it's loving them from a distance or, you know, unfortunately just biting your tongue on Thanksgiving if you just see them once a year. But just learning how to forgive because when you harbor a lot of um, anger and hold these grudges, it turns it hurts you more than it hurts them. You know what I mean? Um, we do have one last thing we want to ask you because we do it every show. Me time. Since you're, you know, when we're dealing with all this stress with families, yeah, yeah. how do we release the stress? <laughs> so what did everybody do um, this week for me time? What did you do, Simone? <laughs> <laughs> I fought manatees on the beach. No. Right. Um, <laughs> according to Isaiah. That, dolphin diving. That's what, I, yeah. My, yeah. I, well, I actually did have um, fun this, this Saturday, last Saturday just passed. Um, I went on the beach and did a boot camp uh, kind of training with Sweated my outside. Shout out to Justice, my yep. trainer. Gorilla Bear Fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did. Smarty Pants. What <laughs> did you do? Well, unfortunately, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't do anything? To shark wrestling, but <laughs> I managed to ride a big wheel on the beach uh, yeah. with my kids. So that was awesome oh, fun. Nice. Yep. I rode a big wheel on the beach and. Uh, Enjoy the uh, wind blowing through my hair. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dara? Um, I had some sister girl, sister girl time, um, and I do that because I don't get a chance to do that often. Mm-hmm. And so it was um, actually I'm preparing for an event, and so I did an interview. And so it sounds like work, and it That's was really not me time, but I'll let you slide. Well, it was, but it was it was sister girl. That's because me we time. Were, <laughs> Well, it was me time. Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> because I don't really get a chance to. Yeah, it's always go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like sitting down on the couch and, you know, interviewing and, yeah. And, I, and I'm going to piggyback that because um, I didn't have any literal mid-time because I had a household full of relatives for the holidays that in the in the 10 years I've been in Miami, the first time I was able to convince them all to come down Are for the holidays. Serious? Good for you. Oh, it was nice. an old school Puerto Rican slumber party where oh. people were sleeping everywhere. I had air yeah, mattresses we going didn't get up. We did invite. Puerto Rican. Yeah, they said. Rap, rap, rap. Pasteles, acapurias, coquitos, it's a wrap. You oh. know? Your mother wow. and father came? My parents came, my oh. sister, my brother-in-law, my two nieces, my Get daughter met the boyfriend, and, and the dog came down from New York. Get it was just crazy. I slept. I, I, I know nothing I, about it. I slept on my balcony. I thought we were related. Wow. I literally I slept wow. on my balcony because that was the only available space to oh sleep. My <laughs> in my crib. Like but it was it was a great time. That's sweet time. Right. It was, it was, it was, was sweet time. time. It was it was it was it was pretty awesome to be with my nieces in 84 degrees on Christmas Eve, and they're tripping because they're using snow, and yeah, they were yeah. just like, "What is this?" I was like, "You're like, we're going to the beach. Let's go." Exactly. <laughs> I had a great time, so awesome. it was cool. But so I'm gonna double up on me time for next weekend. Good. So for our listeners, we want to remind you to always take time for yourself because it's so important we rip, rip and run and leave the house and don't take five minutes for ourselves. So even if you just, you know, give yourself a pedicure, you soak your feet in the you know tub, and everybody can go to the beach like us, but, you know, get a massage, go to yoga, um, do something for yourself to, to give back to yourself. Um, and one last time, I want to remind you all to um, check out StephStanford.com. That's um, S-T-E-P-H-S-T-A-N. F-O-R-D.com um, to check out to um, register, not just check out, but register for Get Your Relationship Right. Mm. That is a, an event that we are sponsoring and we have Zay Live and Herman right. are going to be there. Get their numbers. No, I'm just kidding. Get my number <laughs> for me. He plays along. Yeah, I help you. <laughs> On the 31st of January. Oh, so please. Like, call me. If you need someone to talk to us. Oh. Satisfaction guaranteed. Hey. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> WBLS. No, W-A-D-D. <laughs> All right, so nobody knows BLS up here. Um, I mean, down here. All right, so if you aren't already a power player, and I'm sure you had a good time listening to us, please join the family by going to facebook.com forward slash own your power radio. That's facebook.com forward slash own your power radio. And if you want to find out more about all the things that we do for your personal and professional growth, go to um, ownyourpowerlifestyle.com. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> Jackson! And let's not forget. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh-huh. And let's not forget to tune in to our network 24-7. We have shows on everything from business to relationships. And everything yes. is in between. <laughs> Even when your relationship... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go there. Special thanks to the Own Your Power <laughs> team who made this show possible. Um, mm. <laughs> and, Little uh, Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and Jaden. Thank you. Jaden, say what's up. Say what's up. Say what's up. What's up? Uh, <laughs> Jaden helped his, his dad, yep. daddy today behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, keep it locked on On Your Power Radio for more informative and exciting shows. Remember, anything you want is attainable. So own your power.